Hello and welcome to Gray's Analysis. <laughs> I'm Leslie Bain coming at you from Boise, Idaho with my co-host Haley Lenhart Weiss, also Boise, Idaho. We're two comedians who love Gray's Anatomy. Love is an understatement. <laughs> Obsessed. I've seen every season so many times. So many times. Except for the newer ones. But oh, I've yeah. actually gone through them again because I'm... I did two this year. They're not bad. They're just not the same. But They're that's not okay. the same. Goddamn Shonda Rhimes is just getting us ready to change and morph in our life every time. It goes so through. I want to discuss this because... Okay, again, a precursor to this... Only listen if you are a diehard Grace fan and if you've seen the last episode. <laughs> yeah, there's spoilers all over the place, so if you're not up to date, We're what, talk what are you about doing? Why are you even putting this on? Why? Why? Just kidding. No, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but go watch the episodes first, unless you like spoilers. If you like it like that, stay on. Then yeah, we're all for it. But I do, okay, so Krista Vernoff is the name of the current showrunner. When Shonda Rhimes left running the show, she handed it over to her. Oh, shoot. I'm sorry. I'm not... No, it's okay, because Shonda now has, like, her own production thing going on Netflix with, like, Bridgerton and yeah. all that. So she handed it over to Krista Vernoff, and there's been a tone change. But I'm there for it, though, a little I'm bit. I'm a little bit ready to not be there for it. I'm a little what, bit... What kind of tone? Like... It's very... Something happens in the news, and then it happens on Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, they know that this might be their very last season. You know what I mean? Going out with a bang. They're going to go like, F you. F you all you, uh, you know, people who voted wrong, and like, the thing that you think this is okay, this is okay. Like, we're going to show you exactly what you just voted for, you dumb, But dumb. isn't there a part of you that just wants to escape? Like, it's part, it's the part of me that, why I don't love the COVID season, and why it was hard to watch when it was happening. Because there was a little part of you that's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I get it. And it's, I understand escaping and that. Yeah. I think I, you're not wrong. I think I'm just, like, I'm a little bit, like, I feel like we've had, like, three episodes in a row that were pretty, and Shonda did it too. Yeah, it's less she, fantasy. Shonda was more, Shonda was covert about it. Like... And it's hard to remember that Shonda was doing it because now, like, having gay characters is nothing. But, like, Callie was, it was, Callie in Arizona's wedding Mm -hmm. was the first lesbian wedding on television. Really? Yes. Freaking dope. The only gay wedding before that was on Dawson's Creek. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I know. I mean, so, like, I forget that, like, Shonda was doing it too. But also, like, Grey's Anatomy is more than just our show anymore. It's, like, a precedent of, like, the fucking TV services and stuff. You know what I mean? Or, like, hey, we're going to do everything first a little bit. And you're like, hey, yeah. we're going to break down all these barriers and stuff. And be like, oh, because, like, everyone... Ever, also, like, everyone has been on Grey's Anatomy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone still knows about Grey's Anatomy. Everyone's been attached to Grey's Anatomy. Everyone's a part of Grey's Anatomy. Oh, my gosh. Should we start, like, a, like 10 degrees of... Or 3 degrees... What is it? 6 degrees of separation. Oh, yeah, like, with Grey's Anatomy? Yeah, like, we could connect Ellen Pompeo to, like, everyone ever. Oh, yeah. Ever. Probably. Challenge accepted. Isn't that kind of cool? Hello, listeners. Yes, listeners who are Reach out good to at us. databases. Go ahead and send me an email at leslie at bingcomedy.com. Let me know. Who do you want me to try to connect? 
Alan Pompeo to who? I really think someone's gonna write in. I feel this will happen. Oh, this will. Yeah, Wait, please, this will. Please write take in because off. Like, honestly, this it feels like a game, so it needs to be within six people. Like, my brother plays this Wikipedia game thing. Like, he could figure that out in no time. I used to do it in high school. Like back when the Wiki six, Wars, when the six degrees of Kevin separate six degrees of separation of Kevin Bacon like first became a thing. Yeah, like I was in high school, and so we, my friends and I would do it during class. Like oh, so candy you're already like, like ready for it. Like Kevin Bacon to Bing Crosby, go. <laughs> one day when we do a live podcast recording, yes, I want to be like call in, so <laughs> and then we'll set timers and have you do things. <laughs> <laughs> like a whole radiothon of Grey's Anatomy stuff. Oh my god, that's terrible. No, that's amazing. <laughs> if, the, if the show, whenever the show does end, I feel like it's not going to. I feel like they're going to write Meredith off. Meredith? I think I just called her Meredith. I think they're going to write Meredith off, and the show will continue to go on. Which, it makes me extremely angry, but... Do you do think, think that she'll still do, like, in. the voiceovers... For the end of time? Oh, interesting. Or does it switch to Zola? I don't know. Grown-up Zola, whoever that is. Speaking of, this episode starts out at Brookline Steam Academy. Mm-hmm. Zola is mad. She doesn't want to be there. She wants, doesn't want to leave Seattle. She's fine with where she's at. But she hated the Seattle schools. And is having panic attacks all the time, so... She's afraid that that if she moves and they still happen, then what else? And I'm like, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah? No, Zola's a smart girl. Um, But Meredith is like, okay, you've got to try it, and if you hate it, we'll never come back again. And then guess who walks up? Jackson Avery. Yeah, yeah. Because we're in Boston. And she's like, I need to have a mental breakdown. (laughs) That's not what she said. I bet like. she really does. Oh my god, I felt it. I, was like, Can we go? I know. <laughs> like you see someone you know, and you're like in this really like emotional spot, and you're just like, "Can I please? <laughs> Can I please just break down?" And then they go in the office and talk about cool things about all of her worries and stuff. Of and I love the point because he's like, "Move to Boston and cure Alzheimer's." And then I'll tell later on, he's like, "You're not going to cure it, but why not make a vent?" Mm-hmm. Why not start? Why not show your daughter that you're doing whatever you can to cure this thing that is causing her anxiety? Like, I love that. I like how I feel like Grey's Anatomy can inspire, like, everybody. Because it's like, it's going to take everybody to flip this world around again. Yeah. It's going to take everybody. And it's like, you can only, if you can empower as many people as you feel, like, that's amazing. Yeah. That is true. Like, there is no main lead star of this show. There's, like, like everyone's incredible, you know? They really They're are. They're all superheroes. Not, he- not every hero wears a cape. <laughs> all right. Okay. Cheese. The, the big, the big storyline um, connects it to Idaho. <laughs> yeah. Okay, wait, can we just talk about the, the dumb yeah. other storylines, and then we'll just, like, die. Just end with that one? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, Amelia and Luke. So, um, and Luke's like, you're too much in my business, and she's like, oh, I love you. And then he has to take Scout to daycare, 
And what's his butt season? And he has to get I have no new, idea what that guy's name is. And he needs new pants because he wet he himself. An accident, or yeah. Anyways, this whole idea of like, oh, I'm ashamed to have the yeah, but it's better oh. to let them think that I'm I've, having sex. fucking my aunt. Yeah, not great. It's not great, like, dude. Com- not a good look. Like when it comes out, you're like, why didn't you just fix yes. it right away? Like that doesn't make you look better, no, bro. No, it's so weird. Makes me very uncomfortable. And the fact that she was like, I'll give you three days, and then I'm telling them, I'd be like. Um, you tell them three hours. <laughs> you tell them now, or I fix it because this is a gruesome and gross rumor, yes. and I don't need any of that spreading. He's like, oh, I've gotten you know ahead in life because of my name, my whole life. Oh, oh poor so dude. I should be able to fuck my aunt <laughs> hypothetically. <laughs> Sorry. So gross. Um, I hope nobody takes that as a sound bite recording. <laughs> like, Joe Rogan's me up, you know what I mean? <laughs> Please don't do that. Oh, That'd be no. rude. Please don't. We love you. Um, Catherine's cancer is back. Yeah. It's growing slowly, but it is growing. And she is being stubborn. Chemotherapy is hard, though, bro. It's but she won't tell. That's fine. But she's not telling. Yeah. She won't tell Jackson or, um, you know, Richard. So that's frustrating. Because things like that always blow up in your face on these shows. <laughs> it's just drama. And in life. So if you and just in life. tell people about your Don't cancer right that. away. Yes. Be proud about that cancer. Be, no, well. It can't handle that. It grows in shame. <laughs> You're a cancer babe and you need to flaunt it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> For all of our cancer listeners out there, you do what you need to do. All right. Sorry. Um, so I did tell you I cried in this episode. Oh, I cried like a little bitch. So, the part that made me cry is when she told Zola she's extraordinary. Yeah, the word, oh. the word came out. Oh, man. <laughs> like, just what Meredith needed to hear from her mom. Yeah. Which she does hear when her mom dies and they meet each other, like, in the afterlife. But Meredith needed to hear it in a waking life. Yeah. Not that moment when Ella says, imagine my disappointment when I wake up and you are nothing but ordinary. Ooh. Ellis was... Yeah, yeah she could say some hurt. She things. really could, man. It's like, no wonder her, like, Meredith was like, mm-mm, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she had to, like, learn how to freaking love. She know? did. She did. And now she's so good at it. She's such a good love person. She is. Oh, Meredith. Um, the last... Okay, so that's... So they're in a restaurant. Meredith and Zola. Mm-hmm. And Zola's like, okay, I loved it. I liked it. She was <laughs> hanging out with all the cool girls. And- uh-huh. And so Meredith texts Jackson and says, I'm in. But, oh, also, another thing she was like... Zola was like, um, what if I decide not to be a doctor? Oh, Yeah. So, what are you going to do with that? Come on. That means that they're not going to end it like that. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know either. She, she was going to do a robotic thing. So, that's got to be a storyline or something. That could be. Maybe. Don't you know you figure out your whole life when you're 11 or when whatever? You're, yeah. The, Get with it, Zola. <laughs> Come Gosh. on, Zola. You can't be changing specialties no. at this point. <laughs> Pick neuro or cardio. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> We're so ridiculous to our youth. I'm sorry, youth. 
Sorry you have to choose things so fast. I've... So it's when, uh... So, okay. It's a question I've tried to reframe in asking someone, what do you do? Mm-hmm. So I say, like, what is your line of work? Because what do you do shouldn't summarize. Like, that shouldn't just be, I'm a blah, blah, blah for so-and-so. Like... It's not what you do. Yeah. It's your job. Are we learning how to speak better to each other? Yeah. I love it. Communication is so like underrated. You know what I mean? It's like half of us are not mad at each. Half of us are not even mad at each other. We just are assuming we said one thing when we said this language is tricky. Well, and we're all messaging each other over devices, mm-hmm. and you can't read tone. You you don't you can guess tone in a text message. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you have people like me, you're like, oh, I hate every kind of communication that's not just face-to-face. But I appreciate that you will answer your phone. A lot of people are like, no, never. Oh, yeah. I will not. I actually, but I've seen, you'll have like 600 text messages, so I get it. I would also answer my phone and ignore text messages. I hate it. (laughs) Well, everyone feels like they have to text me about everything. And I'm like, you don't, though. You don't have to. And then it's like, do you really need attention from me? Because my attention is very, like, oh, my gosh. You know what I mean? Yeah, you saw my phone. It's, like, terrible, those. It's kind of why I want to, you know, work phone. I know. I pay attention to those messages and not these, you know. So we don't have to say what you're doing, but you do start a new job next week. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's a, yeah. It's amazing. You're going to do so love. great. I, think I, I don't know. I'm doing a job where I'm managing stuff. Yeah. And I'm nervous. <laughs> it's going to be such a good experience. It's going to be great. Yep. Because I'm going to Meredith it up. Just kidding. That's right. Pull a Meredith in a good way. What's a bad way to pull a Meredith? Bad way to pull a Meredith is to be emotionally unavailable. Un- un- mm-hmm. That's a bad Meredith. I do that sometimes. <laughs> oh my gosh. I do that a lot. I'm not okay, very nice. Okay, which character on Grey's Anatomy do you most identify with? Oh, you, I Past can't, or present. Oh, I can't just pick Grey. That's so... Basic. I know. But I mean, like, I look up to her. She's like a legit role model. But so is like, freaking, I'm loving Addison right now. Like, I hope they do a spinoff with Addison and her... Okay, we're skipping ahead. Yeah, okay, we'll get back to that. Yes. <laughs> I know you've already watched it, but... But we don't, you know. But anyways, um, what about you? Who would who you mean? I feel like probably someone annoying. Like, I don't know. Like, my gut is to say Arizona, but I don't think I'm as selfish as Arizona is. I think Arizona's pretty selfish. Yeah. She is. Well, she's Arizona... Like, it's hard because, like, if you're ambitious and shit, like, if... I don't know. Okay. Arizona but yeah, she is can be always selfish. right. Or she always thinks she's right. Yeah. Exactly. In Arizona's mind, she's always right. That's true. And I probably do have a lot of that. That's not true. <laughs> you just... I think I could be toxic because I'm like, oh, I just want to do it my way. <laughs> but I think I can be like, oh, yeah, sorry, bros, I messed I, that up. 
but honestly, like, the, the, like, frame of mind of being a doctor is something I so do not relate to, that I, like, that there's a part of me that doesn't relate to any of them ever, because that's just so foreign to me. <laughs> being, like, a doctor? Yeah. Uh, I would, I don't know. Like, I don't have the desire to be that trained in anything that difficult. I don't have the desire to have the mental capacity that they have, like, I don't have the messiah complex. Yeah. Also, like, having somebody's life in your hands? No, thank you. Well, okay, so a part of this episode reminded me of, like, just always being around dead bodies. Or, like, seeing the life go out of someone. Every day. Oh, I know. Okay. All the time. Oh, I was talking to my dad (laughs) about this. Because he's, like, I don't know, like, home hospice man is, like, the saddest thing. And that's not even a doctor. That's a... Yes. Person who just comes in like massages and washes people. It's the saddest fucking job, I swear to God. Yeah. And I bet they don't even make like fifty bucks an hour. You know what I mean? Oh no. Not even close. I think they saw like fifteen to like I mean, that's probably not. I bet good. now they make more just because we're everyone a else job is making fifteen. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah. like how much would you want to be paid to watch people die every day? I know. Because that's like what the F. Like, that just makes to me want to have... The, I know. Oh. Anyways. Yeah. No, I'm very special. Like, and then, and, and, yeah, I don't... <sighs> Sorry. Yeah, so, like, again, yeah, like, that's how, like, I think a lot of it is the Messiah complex that I don't think I relate to. Because I don't, I'm not, in, I'm not Christina Yang. I feel like I'm kind of that way for figuring out new and keep going, mm. but it's not that. But I've also was never like a studier. I'm. I feel like I think more artistically, out in the abyss in the you know. And I've figured out how to use organization for my benefit. But are you Alex Karev? Maybe. Oh, I probably am. Scrappy. <laughs> Just like the country, I'm young, scrappy, and hungry. What? I don't know what that is. Hamilton! Oh, sorry. Uh, Sorry. It's okay, I'll forgive you. We can still be friends. Okay. Um, Yeah. yeah, I'm going to think about this. I was really sad when Alex left because he's one of my faves, so maybe that's who I identify with. It was was devastating when Alex left. That sucked. Yeah. And to do it mid-season, and, oh, Justin Chambers, what did you do to us? I know, why mid-season? Like, I don't know. But he wanted to, like, go spend time with his kids, that's what you said, right? Oh, I have five kids. (laughs) I should be a good father. (laughs) Men just can't seem to win these days. Uh, really bad for them. Poor white men. (laughs) Just, like, anyways. All right, should we should we dig into the Let's big dig into the story? Big thing, the big story. So, Addison and Miranda go to a clinic in a small town on the border to it's help out. Yeah, it was in Pullman. Is that where it was supposed Pullman, to be? In Moscow, Idaho. Okay, and then they get a phone call from Idaho. Well, first of all. There's, like, all these anti-abortion protesters outside. 
I actually thought they were going to do a storyline because they really focused in on one woman. Yeah, they did. And I was like, oh, I bet she's going to like eat an abortion. <laughs> that wasn't what happened at all. I think they were focusing in on that woman because I think that's the women that they're trying to talk to mm-hmm. in this episode. And they're like, look at this person and look at who you, yeah. you saw it. What happened? The lady yeah. died. Yeah. Like, that could have been your daughter. Yeah. And she wanted more kids, you know? And think, whatever, well, we're skipping ahead. But start So, on. it is interesting because Idaho, um, we, I feel like it got changed. But when the law first passed banning most abortions in Idaho, it did not make an inclusion for ectopic pregnancies. Right. But like, that part is true when they say this about Idaho. I can't remember if they fixed that or not. No. They haven't yet? No, it's not fixed. So, so that's, like, the most fucked up thing in the world. Um, one and, of my best friends... And they friends, knew doing that. They, like, knew it, you know? It's ridiculous. I mean, one of my best friends, if she had had... If they hadn't done what... I mean, her, your baby is not viable. Like, you're, it's not a life. It's not... If it'll kill you before anyway. it can be alive. So. Whatever. Sorry. Um, they get a call. This woman, the baby implanted on her her C-section scar. Yeah. So that's horrible. And it's her little daughter's birthday at home. But she had to go. And no one will give her the DNC because they say all the doctors in Idaho are too scared. They don't want to go to jail. They don't want to be the first one to test the law. So they go over the border, pick her up, and she starts bleeding, and then Marie, uh, Addie does a really gross thing where she puts a catheter and blows it up to stop the bleeding. It looked yeah. really painful. And then the bleeding stops for a while, and then of course there's a wreck or something, and they get stuck in a traffic jam on a two-lane highway. Yeah. So, honestly, though, they, I mean, they totally, what is it, Chekhov's gun did or whatever. They're, like, in the car. They're, like, oh, we're, we're Bonnie and Clyde. We're Thelma and Louise. Thelma and Louise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, like, then they go over a cliff. Yes. Yeah. Bonnie and Clyde shot to death. And so then they're, like, Miranda and Addison. <laughs> and they didn't die. <laughs> but, you know, it wasn't a happy trip. And no. that's when I was like, oh my god, yeah, this lady got in the car. I was like, this lady not going to get out of the car. No, <laughs> she's not. What do you learn? Never travel in a car in Grey's Anatomy. You're no. more likely or not to get in a very big Yes, thing. especially a van. Like, I feel yeah. like it's typically the vans. Yeah. So dangerous. She didn't know. She didn't know. So yeah, she bleeds out. But like, not before she was like, could I have done anything to prevent yeah. this? Like, feeling guilty that maybe she'd... She's like, my... my should I not have had a C-section? That's what she... Oh, yeah. Was that wrong? And Addison's like, no, like, C-sections are fine. And she was like, well, my baby was... Like, her little girl was talking to the baby. She's like, will I be able to have another baby after this? Yeah, because her little girl wanted a baby sister. sister. And she's like... And she wanted it, too. Yeah. So it was like, all right... You pro-lifers, where'd you save the life on that one? Go frickin' watch this episode. Like, sorry, not, they're not going to be listening. I mean, to I it, will but. say, thankfully, 
But put this on in the background. places do have a, a writer or whatever for ectopic pregnancies. Like, it's insane. It's insane. Because it's never, it, it's not ever viable. It's just like, it's controlling women and killing us, you know. Hmm. So that was, oh, so then Addie's like, what do I do? Like, I can't leave this clinic. Do I, you know, do I start working at this clinic? Like, what do I, like, I can't just go home and keep living my privileged life, basically. Mm -hmm. And Miranda was like, okay, Missouri, surrounded by Arkansas, Tennessee, Kentucky, other states I don't know what it's surrounded by and you know it's like they're taking like real statistics off of people you know what I mean like they just showed us what exactly is happening and it's like oh yep yep oh so yeah it was it was a little intense it was needed a little not 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 a good look for Idaho. Not good optics, Idaho. <laughs> Idaho, you suck. No, you don't. But you got some stupid mother... Okay, anyways. Like I say in my comment, comedy act, we got some kinks to work out. <laughs> Idaho, you so kinky. So kinky. And more like in a... You need a ch- chiropractor kind of way. <laughs> Not in a... <laughs> Not the good kinky. Not the good kinky. Um, the preview, it sounds like someone dies tonight. What? Yeah. Like, main cast? It says, one of our own. Oh, my God. A tragedy strikes. Why? <laughs> I know. But it's a, it's a, it's a crossover. We have to, it's effing crossed over with Station 19 tonight. Do I have to go back and watch Station 19 right now? No, I feel just like we're tonight. missing stuff. Just tonight? Oh, they're going to be on here. Yeah, tonight's the crossover. But even the crossovers, you watch the whole thing for five minutes of a Grace character. Oh, makes me so angry. Stop trying to make me watch it. I don't love forced crossovers. No. Like... I loved private practice Grace Anatomy crossovers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they were hot, but you made them like... You followed them because you're like... Oh, I'm out of Grey's Anatomy to watch. And then they gave you another, like, another season of something else. Like, oh, perfect. Oh, okay. Oh, Got okay. Oh, uh, okay. There's, there's Mark Sloan. Okay. Yeah. You know? Uh, Plus, like, the lady who gets the lady, like, the baby caught out of her. What's her freaking name? I know her name in real life. I feel like it starts with an L on the show, but I could be totally off. But she's so fun. She's great. I love that actress. I don't know why I remember Cooper's name, but I think it was just because I had a crush on a kid named Cooper a long time ago. Oh, okay. I like Cooper. I like Cooper and the woman he ends up with. Her name's like Georgia or something. Oh, yeah. The, she has the southern accent. The boss lady. Yes. <laughs> I love I them. I love their relationship. I love them, too. Yes. Okay, I'm going to have to go watch it over again now. I know, I do love them. And how, like, he, when you first meet him, he, like, he's such a man whore. And, like, he's, like, online dating all the time. But I think he's, like, into BDSM or something. I honestly think private practice got better as it went on. Yeah. Like, not that it wasn't endearing when it first started. The stuff was, whew, that was heavy. Yeah. I mean, she has a baby without a brain, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Are you kidding oh, me? Yeah. 
Yeah, I space that out a little bit sometimes. <laughs> yeah, like... It is so funny because, like, her, she's like, oh, I'm so happy. Like, that... I think she plays the character well because you'd probably have to play those, like, really, really highs and really, really darks and stuff, but... Yeah, Amelia would be a hard character to play. And she had brain cancer, and then she's yes. like, that's why I was acting crazy. <laughs> I know, I do like that we just kind of, like, wrote off, like, four seasons of her, because... Yeah, well, because it was like she was just, like, being... I don't know, her and Owen's relationship was so dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Pre-brain cancer or whatever. Um, so there's, like, a lightning storm tonight is the big thing, and then... Oh, I don't watch those. Weird injuries, and then someone dies. Okay. Um, and then it's episode six. Is Greg in it? Yeah. So that means we only have two more episodes with her, so my guess is she doesn't come back until the penultimate and then the finale. So we have, like... Wait, she's in tonight's episode? Yeah. And then she's probably not... Okay. My guess, yeah. Is there a break after tonight? Yeah. Till, like, February. Well, maybe that's good. I'll focus on my (laughs) job and stuff. Well, that is true. We still have to... But we we can come crank out a few of, like, those sub-episodes. Exactly. Yeah. Talk about... Because those aren't on timeline. Dreamies, toxicity, whatever, things like that. Well, I actually wouldn't mind restarting the season around wintertime. Because, like, wintertime is nice. Yes, I think we should. Oh I my think we god, I've missed it so much, the beginning seasons. <laughs> oh, I love the beginning seasons. It's like a comfort, like you just, you know. And it is. It's a different show now, and you watch it for different reasons. Yeah. It's not like, but I think it's kind of cool that they took a comfort show and then made, I don't know, they made me progressive out of it. Yeah. <laughs> They really did. Way to go! They really did. You know what I mean? They made me political. I was like, I'm going to care. <laughs> I'm going to give shits. Uh, I'm going to help with... Yeah, anyways. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, there's another episode tonight. We'll get another episode, another podcast out in the next week. Yeah. And then we'll start, we'll restart the show. Okay. All right. All right. This has been Gray's Analysis. And also remember, viewers, oh. go to Leslie. You can find me anywhere on social media at Bing Comedy. And Blue City Comedy here for Haley. But also, like, oh. what we're going to do, what was the thing? It was, like, email you and oh, get yeah. six degrees of separation. Hey, who can we connect Ellen Pompeo to? Yeah, because that, that'd be a fun side project and weird I think, would, I, love do, it. I think that'd be a fun podcast to do. Like, all right, this person's connected to this person. <laughs> all right. Okay. Tune in next week. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.